0: what's going on i'm your host Jay wolfpack performance hall podcast home of the f1 minute talk show the hottest talk show on the planet and guess what you can all rest you everybody chill don't go crazy it's all right red bull have not made mercedes look like idiots it's okay we can we can calm. you can calm down now i know at first there was some concerns out there that if adrian newey takes the slim down sidepod and actually makes it work and is two-tenths faster, of course, we got to call people at Mercedes some idiots or worse, but that is not the case. No slimmed-down side pods, although slimmed-down inlet, which I am a little bit interested in. I'm interested in this because I'm kind of wondering, like, oh, appreciate it, Mary am I'm, I'm kind of wondering, have they done enough? Like, could this be a situation, right? Could this be a situation where just a little small overconfidence may cause you a DNF because Red Bull is about due for a DNF, right? Like it's, un- it's, it's unrealistic and it may be realistic. Like it can happen. I'm just saying it's not normal for a team to go an entire season without a DNF, without some type of failure, whether it be mechanical, whether it be by accident, something that causes this team to go out. Red Bull have not, I don't recall Red Bull having their moment yet. Okay. We've no Alpine have had theirs. Mercedes have had theirs with Russell with the Fod out. Ferrari definitely have had theirs. Take your pick. Haas have had theirs with the Ferrari power unit failure. Uh, What else we got? McLaren had theirs with Piastri and the steering Williams had theirs by Logan just running up the back of people, causing those situations. And Mercedes is, is just like Alphatar AlphaTauri had theirs with Nick DeVries. When is Red Bulls coming, right? This guy, it happens at some point of the season, but is it going to happen at a track where Mercedes is performing well and either Lewis or Russell get a race win? I don't know. But I'm wondering if this change may be the ignite ignition that is going to cause that dnf i'm a little bit i'm not concerned but i'm a little bit interested to know if you slim down the inlet that much have you done enough research i mean i would imagine they've done that because that's what they do that you're bringing in enough airflow there i don't know but let's take a look at some of these updates no slim down side pod let's take a look at what we got going on here let's go big screen all right oh right here we can see the variations from the launch to Azerbaijan, all the way up into Hungary, you can clearly see that that inlet over time does change and not only change, it gets smaller and smaller. The surface area gets smaller, thinner from top to bottom. If you look at that, that is considerably a lot more thin, although they add a little bit more width. I don't know if that width is compensating for the amount of Distance they've closed up from top to bottom of the inlet. But I will tell you this they have done some pretty interesting things with the inlet tray. I call it a tray. And it's the surface that pretty much is directing that air that's going to go underneath the undercut and the air that's going to come into the inlet. They've done some very interesting things there that I would like to see this in a wind tunnel to just see how the air flows over there. And I'm pretty sure Red Bull have been pretty good about running flow viz when they make these changes so i'm going to be really interested in free practice to see if they run flow viz just to see the pattern of flow viz over this area to see if it's really consistent or does it get blotchy or do we have a lot of gap spots i want to see that so like i said as you can see there progress from the launch to azerbaijan to hungary very different there on the inlet especially and even if you look where you see that remove uh we would call it remove before flight tag but i'm pretty sure that says something else that remove tag at azerbaijan if you look in that area right there in hungary that is definitely different that downward area coming where that where the uh, airflow will come beyond the wishbones and the push rod um all of that itself is also there i really wanted to see that from a side profile section as well so then if we go go here we can really get an idea of how much that's changed by these outline drawings here and also the very the side of the inlet right here also bulging a bit more round i'm guessing they definitely even they shrunk it up push it out just a tad you definitely want to make sure you're conditioning that airflow i'm gonna hope that i will get will to make a list of updates from all the teams hopefully i get that 083 that's a ferrari inlet that red bull are copying very good point you got them god damn it man you drove home a point before i got to it i was gonna i was leading into it i was gonna get there but 083 is right this is a ferrari like s inlet okay ferrari the first team the ferrari side pods have been misused and abused like a lot of people a lot of teams have taken from ferrari side pods but yes this inlet this slit very ferrari reminiscent okay uh, thank you z83 that's why you're one of the most recent vip members Same, doing stuff like that Get in there before i get there i like it so uh let's go to this next image right here uh just looking at the rear back portion of the side pod down low i didn't put my arrows here but i wanted to highlight a change which i think i did on another slide now if you look at the top variation of this side pod they they They, to me, lost a bit of of the roundness, okay? Not only that, but it is a bit more surface area here. And if you look between the L and the, I think that is the, the rocket sign, the rocket logo, if you look between there, there's a nice little, it's not a water slide. They haven't done a water slide, but if you really pay attention from the louvers going back, you can see that nice drop off. It's just like a, it is a slide. It's just not a curved out slide. It's like a flat one where you go to one of the little farm pumpkin ranges and they got like the slide that goes down is just metal and you just get on a hay sack and ride down. It's not a traditional water slide in the sense which we know it now from Alpine, Aston Martin, even McLaren. It's not that. Not even Williams. It's not that. But it still does, if you pay attention, it still does have that motion where it's coming down and just kind of shedding that airflow off. All right. Uh, also going to Here. From the backside, you could get a real good idea of the width of that top surface or area of that side pod. Now, to me, it is a bit more surface area up top than on the side. And if you look at that first arrow up by the front tire coming back next to the louvers, that cut right there, which they already had that, like Red Bull had that initially anyway already. It just is more pronounced here now it's more pronounced here and I'm thinking it's more pronounced because of the surface area they added to that side pod so it's going to be also interesting to see if they put flow viz in that area and what that also will look like all right so then another thing that we're going to look into is right here and this is where I point out that underside of the side pod as well as more surface area here above the o and the r then we get to this area now this rear area this was at the british gp okay this is at the british gp there are some very subtle differences here uh to me to me that i that i have noticed now if you look right here at a hungry just check that out a little bit more back here dropping down between these two areas arrows where you see the wishbone coming into the rear that area is different all right it's not, it's, it's like they taken some material out of that right here, kind of getting a little bit more flow. And even outside of that, look at that, that, um, whatever, what I want to call it. It's, it's not, it's like a, a miniature water slide within the floor edge right here. They're doing a lot of, a lot of things right here with the floor edge the trailing edge before it goes to the brake duck. like there are a lot of changes a little a lot of little small changes a lot of little small changes not a lot of big changes but little small changes to accompany these new side pods now you have to remember when you change when you change side pods you do also change the floor okay so you're also changing that floor area that has to go along with it you need the floor to accompany that side pod especially to a degree if it's not like an entire big drastic change there's going to be a subtle change there you're changing airflow over the side pod you can't unless you develop that side pod to match perfectly with that floor and all that airflow is going to work then you're going to have situations here which red bull will probably find out what they have going on when they actually run flow viz because that's a very good visual check to get it like in real time to try to see how the air is moving across these two bodies and how these two bodies are working together. So I imagine that we will see flow viz and free practice, the free practice session. Now, this is the very interesting part to me. This is the before image of that inlet, what I call the tray table going into the inlet of the side pod. Look at this very firmly, the blue, the pink and the yellow arrows. Now look at hungry, tremendously to indifferent. Like I know it's like one area, but that is a tremendous change. Just look at that. So on the blue area, look at that bulge, look at the side area of this. Now we're going to look at the blue area here. Look at how they change that more curve in as almost as the the leading edge of the inlet kind of flares out, all right? It's like it kind of rolls out. It's rolling out some more there versus if you look right here and we go into the before picture, it's not so much rolled out. All right. Let's roll out. Now they've opened it up. So they've thinned it out, but they have kind of curled that, that side inlet out a little bit to gather a little bit more air. Now let's look at the also the pink arrow is indicating that just look at how that kind of falls away, opening up just a bit more to get that airflow down into the inlet. And then the most profound part to me is how they straightened out that edge. Now before it was all pretty much just boom straight. Now they have more, they got two angles there. Okay. They come out, then they cut it back like a 45 degree angle right there on that inlet. This is a very different design when it comes to the inlet side pod. So, and also the edge, the leading edge is more broad. Look at the leading edge here, very thin. All right, it's very thin on the leading edge there. Very thin. Okay, so not only did the inlet get thinner, but if you look at this leading edge, it was thin, and the leading edge on the new variation is actually a bit more broad. So look at the shoulder on this leading edge now. All right, it's a bit more broad, especially if you see it from the front. But if you really pay attention, you can kind of see how it's—it's it's just not thin, and it goes back. There's a little, there's a little hump there. So I'm, ho- I think I got a front picture of that that'll show you that the thinness of that there compared to the broadness of it now, even though the inlet is more slit, is very different. A uh, fat boy wonder looks like a Red Bull Merc Ferrari mashup. It does. It does look like a composition of many. All right. Uh, it does definitely look like that. There are, there are definitely some hints. but we already knew this, right? We saw Adrian Newey walking about the grid, taking notes in his red folder. So we kind of knew already that he was taking bits and pieces that he liked, And this is what he's come up with now, whether this is going to work and whether Perez can get it to work or not is another story. And we're going to see very soon. Derwin Hill, my brother, says, question for you, Jay, or anyone. Do F1 teams change out the floor of the cars as much as they change the front and rear wings to suit different tracks? No. Uh, no, they do not change their floors as often as rear and front wings change, depending on if they're going to run more drag or less drag. The floors don't change out at, at a high rate, as high as a, at high of a rate as front wings are rear wings so no they don't good question though very good question uh so here we go right here we'll also look at this so like i said right here you got your comparisons between all three uh, the lunch Azerbaijan, and hungry then you come right here here's that picture where i could tell you now you can see how it got thin, but it's a lot more broad right here and if you look down here closer to the the bybt logo where that red stripe is look at how thinner that inlet tray is and then look up top even though the inlet got thinner that shoulder got more broad where that red line is indicating the shape of the inlet of the side pod you could tell that that bottom portion definitely more broad than it was before And of course, looking here, I, I'm, listen, I'm just going to, I'm just going to be honest. I've, I've said it all, I've said it plenty of times and people don't listen to me. I actually do like the RB19. I like the RB19 to me is a very good looking car. I've always said that I stand by that. Definitely it's side pod design. I've also liked that. It wasn't my favorite out of all three. Like when the launch first happened. course mercedes ferrari because they were different i like different all right and then following that i think i really went with it was it was red bull but over the course of time red bull overall had they i mean the rb19 is a very good looking car and it's it's performing very well and we're going to see what can perez do with this car what what does perez what does perez do like there are there are a lot of things for us to look forward to this weekend to try to get some answers can perez improve will he improve with the new variation of these updates will he up his position in qualifying in the race is he going to struggle with this new variation of this car or will he succeed have they made some changes that maybe the car's characteristics actually favor perez driving style a little bit more I don't think Max will have a problem either way. Like we say, we know Max is their golden boy. They're going to, they're not going to try to do anything that's going to derail him. So the car's development, I don't think it's necessarily very honest when they say it's just about the car getting better. I think honestly, Max influence within the car's development moving forward is a real thing. Perez, not so much. It's kind of like. This is what you got. Try to make it work, and we already know Perez is not happy with a with a front nose, happy car. He's not. That's not something that he really does well with. But it also speaks to your ability to adapt to different variations and models when you are a driver. That is something that is a good ability to have. The ability to adapt. So Perez is going to need to work on that, and hopefully, he can to to make some type of comeback with this season. That at this point in time has been pretty lackluster for him. And uh, maybe it's intentional, maybe it's not. Either way it goes, performance is performance. Statistics are statistics, and these numbers are the numbers. And numbers right now say Perez is not doing well. But I would like to know how... Red Bull Fair. So, I am definitely going to be tuning in for FP1, FP2 just tomorrow. I'm on it. Like, i if you don't want, if you don't, if you're not a free practice person, like you don't, you don't like to watch free practice, I don't know why not. Maybe you're not very technical. Maybe you don't do bills. Maybe you don't work with cars. Maybe it's not just interesting to you. But I got to say, when I see teams make changes, To this degree, I always want to really watch free practice to see how it is. We're all going to be looking for this two-tenths, right? That was the claim that supposedly two-tenths is what they have with this new update. Now, if it's more than that, I mean, it's already sayonara, but it's going to be not even tomorrow. Not sayonara tomorrow. It's going to be sayonara, another era. Like, I'm just keeping it real. So we will see what this Red Bull does. I've been waiting for them to really do something with their livery. I really would, you know, I want to see if Red Bull's going to do something with this livery, but they don't have to. Like, you can do whatever you want when, you, when you're when you this dominant. Twin, bless you to everyone. How do you think Danny Rick will do well so Yuki could learn from him and Checo better use these new changes to keep this seat? He I, That's one of my questions I have. Can Checo adapt to these new changes or will these new changes for, uh, bowl well for Checo? That's what I want to know. And I'm still rooting for Yuki, but Danny Rick definitely should be the driver of the day. I mean, if he's not the official driver of the day, he should be the driver of that team this weekend. If he's not, Galactus said he's giving them three GPs. Me, I'm looking for something to happen now, but I'm still rooting for Yuki to actually make it happen. I would like to see Yuki outperform Danny Rick because Yuki has been shat on enough. Yes. I said shat on, he's been shat on enough. And I would like to see Yuki stand up and be like, I'm here to stay. Y'all count me out too many times and I'm not feeling it. So I'm looking for Yuki to kind of make that happen. And, and we'll see what goes on. And also does Mercedes improve? This is a track that I think honestly, the last we heard, they weren't doing so well in low speed, uh, turns so this track is not like an all-out straight monster there's a lot of turns low this I, I just gotta see is mercedes going to have at least another circuit where they can seem dominant and it's not necessarily a good thing if mercedes only perform well here and not really perform well anywhere else it just tells them that their car is limited to certain track track specific you know their car is track specific or track type specific and that's not a good thing to be you prefer to be more like mercedes was when they were very dominant throughout the course of many except for Toto mentioning that the w08 i believe i think it's the 08 i want to say it was the w08 may have been the diva car and they he was making those comparisons i think it was 2017 model mercedes where he was making those comparisons that the car was very unstable unpredictable and Pretty much that's kind of what they have now. So they're going to need to work on making a car. Does not eat, listen, Mercedes are so behind on homework. It's not like I could say they just need to make a car that's predictable. That's past due. Uh, a car that performs well across majority of the circuits on the calendar. That's past due. A car that actually can be competitive with the top running car, which right now is Red Bull. That's going to be past due. Next season, it's all. No, it's already past due. It's past due. They went wrong. They went a direction. I don't want to say the wrong direction. I don't want to say the wrong direction because it could have been the right direction just at the wrong time. Right. The right direction. And you just didn't know how to extract the performance out of that design. Or maybe it could have been the wrong direction as a design that would never work. But I don't think we saw enough. It's just that they didn't have enough time to get it to work and not lose an ass load of seasons. They had to make a change until they can understand that or make a change for the better and grasp what's going on now and move forward. I do believe that. What we don't see here, matter of fact, where is, let me, let me bring that photo in. I'm going to bring a photo in real quick and let you check out something because I do think that that's something we should look at real quick. So let me add this photo when I mean they didn't follow what we are typically used to seeing. Let's look at this real quick in big time. So much like you see right here, you have the Aston Martin, the McLaren, and the Alpine, all with those water slides, so called quote unquote, but these downwashes. And Red Bull elected not to go even remotely close to this design. All right. They didn't go with this variation. If we didn't see the slimmed down side pods, I don't think it was far fetched that we may have considered. That Red Bull was going to have a side pod that was kind of going to go in the direction that other teams have gone on since Ferrari. And then from Ferrari Alpine, from Alpine Aston Martin, even McLaren, Williams, Mercedes, not so much because it's nowhere near as deep as a groove, but deeper than Red Bull. But Red Bull didn't even really go into that. Although, like I said, when you look from the side of their new side pod design, Let me find that. You can see it right there. They pretty much from the louvers going back to that R, you got a dip, then you got a little rise over the O, and then you got a dip as it goes down to the rear of the car. So, you know, a nice wavy kind of slide S direction, but not the water slide in which we know it right now, which is these deep gouges in between the engine cover and the side pot right there that you see. We don't we don't see that on the Red Bull. So they haven't even worried about going that direction. It's not something that they think. So I wonder if Adrian Newey thinks that that design is pretty much limited. Maybe he doesn't see a lot of future in that design. And he's like, we're going to stay this direction and just keep improving on this direction until we can't. Because right now we're the most dominant car on the grid and nobody's even close. So why really change it up to join a bunch of cars that are trying to catch us? Because that's really what he would be doing. He would be joining other teams that are trying to catch them. So why would I think that my design is that needs that much changing that I changed so much that I joined the adaptation of other teams that adopted Ferrari's design and Ferrari even changed their philosophy. Definitely Mercedes changed their philosophy. So I know for a minute we thought like maybe knew he was going to do the slim down side pot and show Mercedes how it was done, but evidently not evidently he's smarter than that and that's why he gets paid the big bucks and that's why I think he's a goat engineer like because he does things like he's doing so hopefully the goatness continues the goatness will be there hopefully his performance or his his um how should I say it? His his success continues with this design. So we will see what this new design does no sooner, no later than tomorrow. Free practice is tomorrow. Quali on Saturday, race on Sunday. Let's get it popping. Let's see what goes on. So appreciate you all for joining me for this live in this video, just going over the Red Bull side pod, Red Bull design. I thought we were all, a lot of people kind of wondering like, what's it going to look like? What's it going to look like? And now we just want to know how's it going to perform? Are we going to see two tents? Will you see more than two tents? Will we see less than two tents? And one question I have is will red bull running to overheating issues that's what i want to see is if they run into an overheating situation so we will all have these answered these questions answered this weekend and next weekend so 83 says the biggest stumbling block for red bull is the cost cap and two how well will the Ford engine working and that is going to be their 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 stumbles that's where some challenges are going to face red bull the cost cap and the fact you bring a Ford back and if it is a real ford built power unit you're definitely going to have some issues So without further ado, big shout out to y'all. Peace and love.